This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Image Comics. Image Comics, we started in the 90s with a bunch of ragtag rebels from Marvel. And we've grown into what you see before you. Hundreds and hundreds of comics released each and every year in a variety of genres. But all kind of supernatural-ish. So, check out Image Comics for incredible variety of comics that are all kind of supernatural-ish. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Skylander with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 780 for comics originally releasing November the 15th and November the 16th. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Drew, do you have anything to tell me in the world of comics? A lot of sad news, man. Yeah. We lost... Uh, Carlos Pacheco. Mm-hmm. We lost the uh, Kevin Conroy, the ver- voice of Batman yeah. from all the animated series. All the stuff you refuse to watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people who watch that—that's their Batman, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, big deal. He's also the video game voice, right? Correct. Yeah. The so sad. A lot of people in their fifties and sixties, and that's just, just depressing. Aren't you in your 50s, Drew? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, when did that know. happen? I, I'm not sure. I just, it was curiosity. I, I think I'm forever 40. Like this. <laughs> That's awesome. I'd like to that go. makes you the younger brother now. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so some sad news. Um, I, I don't know if I told you I'm watching Andor and I'm current. I'm up. I've watched the first, the 10 of 12, and ah. it's fantastic. I, unfortunately, every time I sit down to watch something, my children all assault me and say, hey, can we watch My Hero Academia? So we're currently going through six seasons of an anime. Wow. Ah. Any, any free moment I have, they uh, they say, hey, let's do that. Yeah. So anime is, is cool. That's close. Yeah. That's pretty close. So they'll, they'll probably end up reading manga then, right? <laughs> I'll teach them to read left to right, but we'll see how that works. Also, when they like port those over, do they keep them in the same reading order, or do they flip them? What do you mean? Like when they Americanize the the manga stuff, it's still right they... to left. Okay, so okay. it's a it's a hassle then. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't by any chance go see uh, Wakanda, did you? I have not seen Wakanda or Black Adam. Yeah, me neither. Still behind. I don't know when they're going to be coming out on streaming. Be a while, I would think. I think. Uh, would would you go to Wakanda? Our... That's what I was just trying to set, to figure out if I would. Uh... Venture back to the movie theaters for Wakanda. I w- I think I would for Ant Man, but I don't think I, I care for Black Adam to uh do for Black Panther. Obviously, you didn't for Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I should. But I don't know. You man, it's like it's like a a habit. You break a habit. Where you were always, we, we went to every MCU movie, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we didn't because of COVID. Yeah. And then we stopped. Yeah. 
now I don't know that I need to go back. That's sad, right? <laughs> it is sad. Are we broken? Is the system broken? Something's broken. I'm not Something's sure broken, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure who it is. Sitting in your tweets, Instagrams, uh, <laughs> all kinds of things. Tell us if you guys are back in theaters or if we're just big weirdos for not, you know, jumping right back in line. I think both can be true. Little column A, little column B. Yeah. Um, we uh, need to jump into the previews, the image section, uh, because our boys are back from Saga. So the boys excited are about back that. Down. Yeah. Saga 61 is back. That is the essentially the header on the uh, checklist month. But that is not where we start when we head over to image. We start with Black Cloak. Number one by Kelly Thompson and art by Meredith McLaren. And I kind of like this new, uh, this format they're doing an image. What's the deal? Art in the background instead of just on a a plain background. Yeah. Um, Very stylized. So I see what you're saying. We'll see if they keep doing that. If that's just for this one page. Eisner award winning writer, Kelly Thompson heads to image for the first time with black cloak and all new series. With artist Meredith McLaren, we know from Blade Runner, style mixes with the saga-esque drama in a delectable fantasy sci-fi blend as two black cloaks try to solve the murder of a beloved prince of Kiros, the last city in the known world. Before his murder tips the city into war, this mystery begins in a spectacular triple-length first issue for $4.99. Ooh, that is Kyle. All right, so here's what they're doing right. I like the solicit. It's a good-looking page. They have mentioned Saga, triple-length, big first episode issue, four ninety-nine. That's yeah. all great things to me. Yeah. Fifty-six pages for five bucks. You got to do it. And you know what else they did good, Drew? Oh, they put a map. They put a map on the page. Oh, that's put a map. So that's four good things. And the <laughs> other thing they did, they have a Peach Momoko cover that's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't like fantasy stuff normally. I don't. Well, I mean, I guess I like saga, which and I guess Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and all kinds of fantasy stuff. You are a moron. You love fantasy. Yeah, I guess I does Game of Thrones fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Dragons aren't real, homie. So, okay. So maybe I don't like a lot of comic fantasy. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I don't like a lot of, but I'm gonna do this one. This looks great. I'm all in. Um, I'm all, I'm in for multiple covers. Um, I love it. I'm excited. So what? Okay. So what's the half person half, half bottom half is goat legs? Mm-hmm. What is that? Oh uh, shoot. Pan That's something, right? Yeah, yeah. A fawn. It's a fawn. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm checking this out though. With all that, with all those pages giving us plenty to dig our teeth into, yeah, that's that's great. And it's Kelly Thompson. And so. if you'll notice on the solicit, that first page in the top right corner it says fantasy slash science fiction. Now we get into our second solicit for image, and it says crime and mystery slash humorous. I mean, that doesn't okay. get more Drew than... <laughs> it's here. totally me. Immortal Sergeant number one of a nine-issue series from Joe Kelly with art by Ken Nimura. Yeah, the I Kill Giants guy coming back. Joe Kelly, the dude who made the Deadpool that we know and love. 
Yep, yep. Ah, uh, yeah, very good. Unforgiven like plotting with the crisp, dynamic style that charmed I Kill Giants readers. Yeah. Only 40 pages, Kyle. 40 pages, $4, nine issue series. Yeah. On the eve of his unwelcome retirement, Jim Sargent, a.k.a. Sarge, a grizzled old school detective, catches a break on a murder case that's haunted him for decades. Unfortunately, Sarge must drag his anxiety-riddled adult son, Michael, along for the ride or risk losing the lead forever. Can this dysfunctional duo overcome their own hang-ups, blind spots, and secrets to catch a killer? Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. I don't know if you, I don't know this art style is your style though. I don't know if you like this. It's very uh, scant and sparse and black and white. Not a lot of words. So so far I'm in. Yeah. You'll catch me with this style more than the overload of uh, dialogue. Hey Kyle, did you ever tell yourself, man, you know what we what comics needs is more spawn. Heck yeah. Well, I remember once also saying Spawn 1 will never have value, and I was wrong there, so don't be so listening cool. to me. And if we look at the top right of this heading, superheroes, and there's nothing Drew, he says it all the time, nothing yeah. he likes from Image more than superheroes. Uh, I do, I do. I'm always saying, if you want superhero comics, you go to Image. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it goes <laughs> hand in hand, but... uh do we need another spawn? Okay, so this is Unwanted Violence. It's only a two-issue series. Todd and Mike Del Mundo. I don't... Sure, why not? I mean, there's only Spawn, King Spawn, Spawn with a Gun, She Spawn. Yeah, so many Spawns. But it's only two issues, so the folks that like Spawn like, like them a lot. So enjoy. 48 pages, 5 bucks. Art's pretty dope, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it. The next one is also superheroes and supervillains for Inferno <laughs> Red, Girl Red, book one. Is this part of that whole yes, it is. universe, that Radiant Black universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what got me saying, by the way. That was That's what oh, got I me know. going down the, the image shouldn't do superheroes. So what is the name of the universe? Come on, Drew. It's the Radiant Black universe, right? Nope. Massiverse? The Massiverse. Yeah, I don't care. With Radiant Blank, Radiant Pink, Rogue Sun, Radiant Red. I mean, it must be selling. Holy I mean, crap. I re- Cal is considered in the Radiant Verse. No way. Well, I mean, Same. right here at the bottom. The most recent entry into the Massiverse, the Massiverse is a shared superhero universe that sprang from the popular Radiant Blank series and kicked off in the pages of the supermassive one-shot. Oh, it joins it's... other massive verse titles, including Radiant Pink, Rogue Sun, Radiant Red, The Dead Lucky, Cal, and Radiant Black. Cal was five years before any of this stuff. Yeah, but same writer, right? Kyle Higgins? That... Yeah. Yeah, cool. Have fun. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. I do remember when we pitched this whole shared universe, I was like, buddy, this stuff's not going to be around long enough for you to do a shared and universe. We, That's what I said. To, I said to myself. And, says, says. and I was wrong. Humorous Scottish McTiernan's, McTiernan's holiday party one shot. 
Jerry Duggan, Brian Posehn, and Scott Goblish. This is that same group of people. If you like them, they're funny. This is the the weed stuff. Oh, God, yeah, I hate this. <laughs> but, I mean, it keeps coming up, so it's got to be somebody's ball of wax. Well, I mean, I guess not, really. I mean, yeah, I guess, why would you do it if it was losing money for you? Correct. But it doesn't have to make that much money for them to come back because Image is only taking their $2,500 cut. They don't care if it sells. There you go. Ooh, what's this? Crime and Mystery Stringer Hardcover. 1983 Tournament Tennis. A racket stringer turned small-time drug dealer. Gets in over his head, transporting cocaine across Europe. All right. Crime genre, genre. God, did I say genre? Genre vibes of reckless, which I love. Meets fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. And this is Patrick Kindlin. I like him. Paul Tucker, I'm not sure I know his style, but looks good from the pages I'm looking at. Yeah. Very nice. I don't know if this is a retread or... It looks like an all-new OGN to me. That's what I think so, too. Coming out as a hardcover first. I hate that. I get why they do it, but... I mean, if you're... If you think you're going to... You got to get as much money as you can. You know? Who's going to wait for a soft cover when they can get the hardcover, right? Well, we would. Because we we don't want to pay... I was going to say, hello... We would do that. Ah, uh, my favorite trend in comics right now. Facsimile editions, Drew. Yep. You ever going to have that Invincible number one? You could probably have Invincible number one. That was, that one's not too hard to get. The very first Invincible? Yeah, it was only like 100 bucks, wasn't it? Huh? It's way more than that. Well, I mean, before the cartoon came out. I'm sorry, yeah, the yeah, yeah, animated but I, I'm I'm talking like right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's again it's a it's a it's a reach because yeah it's yeah it's, it's a not a key six. key it's not a hard tough what key. I don't think it's a tough key to get. I think a lot of people have this. You think a lot of people have a thousand dollars that they've shot down on a? Uh, Is that what it's it's going for now? Uh, yeah. Oh well. I th- I think more people have this than have Walking Dead one. I disagree. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe there's just it's a similar print run. I don't know. Yeah, I mean these were all the tough to gets back in the day because they had small print runs because yeah nobody had faith in anything. But anyways, I do not have an Invincible number one. Really love this show. And my only shot at having an invincible number one, other than the image first banner one, is this facsimile edition. And Kirkman just loves the freaking cash grab. So he's also doing an Undeluxe number one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the whole, a year long celebration. Celebration means cash grab of Invincible's 20th anniversary. What are we going to do? So, black and white. You're never okay as of re-releasing things. I'm not. 
I don't think you need to go and take a year and just crank out a bunch of rehashes of stuff that already exists. You had the biggest heart on for Walking Dead Deluxe when it first was announced, and that's five years of releases. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm a hypocrite. Okay, I've, changed, I've changed my tune. Magic Order 4, number one of a six issue, of course, in in the Mark Millarverse, we have a four issue or six issue series. Um, we we wow. start the Netflix versions of it and then we release it. Did you know that they there was three previous volumes of Magic Order? This is the no, fourth. I knew there was at least two. I did not know. I, I did not keep order. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Monstrous is back. Feels like this has been gone. Was that right? Keep going because I have like five copies of cover A number one. <laughs> yeah. Somebody optioned this bad boy. Yeah. Love the characters in the front. That's so cool looking. Yeah. More Mark Millar. Nemesis Reloaded, number one. I don't remember this one. Just an old... old I, always Millar? Think everything, I always think everything's a retread. Well, I mean, it, the way it... With Nemesis colon re, reloaded, yeah. you would think. Yeah. And there it is. Um, Nemesis was a as as a hardcover from back in the day. Yeah. So this is a a retread, a mini series premiere, but existing property. Hey, Cine Grace's Rockstar and Softboy is back this time with a one shot that says it's called Go to Space. Um, this was fun. This is a fun little. Gay romp. Yep. The uh, tag at the top corner is humor, uh, comma LGBTQ plus. Yeah, yeah. I got about understood about half of it. I don't really understand a lot of the lingo, but uh, it was pretty good. And here we have our baby. Our baby is back. Saga sixty one. New that... story arc. Looks great. So we're going to get at least yeah. six issues before they take a break again because they're tired. You are the worst fan. I am so mad they're not giving us internals or anything. They're just giving us this short little cover. And then be, oh. But I mean, at this point, who they who who do they need to sell this to? Do we? Yeah. Are you trying yeah. to get no, new I readers know, to I hop know. on at yeah. 61? This is only the rest of the people that they're not getting new readers at this point. Yeah. And they're bleeding old readers from what I hear on the interwebs. Who would jump off? Um, fickle people. Fickle fans that don't like the breaks, don't like the hiatus. It's a great book. Thought the story told thought they they had experienced enough of the story. Um, but I got to see how it ends. Yeah. I got to go to the end. If you jumped off of Saga, for reasons other than just laziness, shame on you. Well, I mean, the same people that jumped off Walking Dead didn't finish. You know, yeah. I mean, tons of people that jumped off of Walking Dead after after Negan. Oh. It never got it never got to the end. Where they killed him? Where? Yeah. But yeah, this looks. This is great. I'm glad it's back. Invincible zero through forty-seven one hundred dollars. It's a cool looking hardcover. 
Is that after the above snakes and the eight billion billion genies? Yeah, right after eight billion genies. So eight did eight billion genies come out with the trade or did they go straight to the stupid hardcover? So this is yeah, I was wondering about this because okay, so above snakes is doing a trade. Yeah. They're doing a soft cover. And it's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. And then this hardcover is forty bucks for eight billion genies. Is it all eight? It is one through eight. Cause that's not okay, so this is not coming out until April. But are we not getting a trade? Did we not get a trade? Maybe that's already been maybe that was solicited previously or will be solicited. Maybe this hardcover has to be solicited further in advance because they're gonna they're gonna solicit it for multiple months to get their numbers. Is that possible? Nope. Because I mean this would come out normally. This is stuff that's coming out the following uh, two months from. So this is like what is like what yeah, is it? They're, they're just skipping the trade. You think? Yep. Hundred percent. They're doing that. They will never do a trade. I mean, I don't know that, but yeah. So like the, these comics that are in here are coming out in January, but this tr- this hardcover is coming out in April. Yeah. Normally, you can find advanced solicit on the trade paperbacks on eBay if you just type in eight billion genies TPB. Uh, there is no advanced solicit for any trade paperback. Right, but you don't need to do advance on the trade paperback. You need to do advance. No, but they always do. On I mean, hard it's always It's always out here. Somebody's always trying to pre-sell them. Oh, okay. I got you. It's not there. So uh, I, I imagine it's here. I'm not 100% sure that they're not going to do a trade, but I do think they probably want to capitalize on as many sales as they can for a hardcover. I mean, you don't leave that money on the table. Yeah. I mean, you will eventually put a soft cover out. I don't like it. Put out four, do a trade. Put out the next four, do another trade. Then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't a trade for the first four. Yeah. Are we sure there wasn't? Yeah. I literally you, told you just Googled. three times. You just Googled. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Public domain, like that was great. And that's a soft cover. But yeah, there's a lot more image hardcovers than I'm used to seeing. Yeah, so this is this is essentially yeah, this is the TPB. Yeah. <laughs> They're making it look more like a book than a trade paperback in that. Which one? Uh public domain. Yeah. A lot of good trade paperbacks and hardcovers here. Be them. Bloodstain, Hack and Slash, Prodigy, mm-hmm. that Texas Blood. 20th Century Men finishes up with issue six. Three Keys, uh, four of five. That Dave Messina art's really good. I've heard that yeah. first issue. Uh, story, eh, but the art's really good. All Against All. That's, I haven't read that. I guess that first issue probably hasn't been out yet. Art Brute, haven't seen that one yet. Some Bloodstained Teeth, I'm there. still a couple behind on. Bone Orchard, no, skip that one. Creep Show, I skipped. Tough to get me on horror. Can't yeah. Dark Ride, I've skipped. Dead Lucky, did I read that? 
Yeah. No, I did not. No. That's no. A, there's your massive verse. Yeah, yeah. You should be in for everything, right? I'm totally out. 100% out. Flawed. I don't remember flawed. Gospel. Don't remember that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, Hell to pay. Nope. That's not out yet. You're not reading a Charles Soule book? I mean, I might be. I don't think it's out yet. Uh uh-huh. All right, it's not. I haven't seen it yet. X Wire. He told me that is a cool looking. I hate Fairyland cover for number three. Yes. So wasn't. So was I guess the image wasn't this image twelve issue anthology supposed to happen. Over the course of the whole year, I was under not, the impression it was each month of 2012 or 2021 too. Yeah, seems to have. Maybe there was some delays. <coughs> Surprise! There were delays. I love the junkyard Joe cover B. Yeah. Do you know why I love the junkyard Joe cover B? No, tell me. There's a platoon homage, my dude. Um, yeah, okay. I can see that. That's pretty dope. Ooh, man. Am I just not a good reader anymore? That's like 95% of image I just am not interested in. Oh, man, I don't know. I I mean, I, I don't feel that way. I mean, I know like sometimes they go through like there's a lot of horror or something that might not be your thing, but yeah, there's so many good books in here. Like this old dog, the first issue of yeah. old dog was really good. Declan Shelby. But like you, none of this horror like stuff. Art brute. That no against all against all. No, you know, 20th century men. No, none of this stuff is like. I'm not even interested in the premise of this. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, that's true. Some of the books that have that I thought were really top notch have finished, so yeah, or on their break. They need to take a break. They're tired. Can't believe we're actually putting labels on Walking Dead. Yeah, okay. This is a a, a redo of an existing material. You really don't have to. Give us the genre on this. We, we all know. needs a category. Dystopian horror. Some great that covers, a, too. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. The 55 cover is really cool. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Which the, one was the original? That's exactly the question I was coming up with, which what was the OG cover on these? Would it be A? Would A be the original? I don't remember a, a guy hanging. Yeah, I don't remember on either. the original. Was that Walking Dead fifty four and fifty five? Oh, it would. So who's doing the cover for A? Yeah, David Finch, David McCabe. So that's none. It, it would be an Adlard cover, right? Yeah. So it's that would have just... been B. That would have been B. Yeah, the B is the OG is the original. The B cover. is the original. Yeah. Yeah. What's this? 
Well, it's Boom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The B is always the original cover. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've let these stack up, too. So I'm, like, three behind. Not really, because I've read all of them already multiple times. Say. But uh, behind on the deluxe presentation. So, yeah, good stuff. All in all, meh. Yeah. Okay, Kyle, so last week we didn't have CBSI. Correct. It wasn't out yet. Yeah. This week we don't. We have last week's CBSI. So should we share last week's CBSI that we didn't have with our with our listeners? Sure, let's head through it. And 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 if we're gonna be a week behind every time because of their release schedule, we'll have to make a decision at some point. But let's give I them mean, this it's, one. It's still and... it's still relevant. It's still relevant. Yeah. Okay. Of course, this is from our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. We go through their Hot 10 items. This is, of course, the Hot 10 for last week, November the 4th, 2022. And their number one item is Geiger number two, the second print of the one in 25. Okay. And this price went crazy quickly. Last sale was in August for like $25. Then this week, multiple sales of over $250. For a one in twenty-five of a second print, which I'm sure there are so few of them, because who goes, yeah, that hard. You know, I just, I mean, but it still boggles my mind because second prints used to be basically worthless. Yeah, third prints, fourth prints, you know, I mean, not worthless, worthless because, but still, you would never get value like this. So it's so interesting to me that. The collector has now flipped and said, "Well, based on print runs, I have this is this has value." So it's all Moneyball. We're just looking at numbers here. It it is. It's analytics. It is analytics. You're right. Who knows? At rank two, we have Gargoyles, number one, the Diamond Retailer Summit Ash Can, seventy-five to one hundred dollars with Diamond not having the clout they used to. I wonder how many more of these summits they will actually have. Gargoyles is this new series is getting a lot of press, and this one might be the only cover that is somewhat collectible based on crazy print runs. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I I mean seventy five to hundred bucks for an ash can already. I wonder if there'll be like a, a lunar summit and a PRH summit and <laughs> All the each distributor will have their own summit yeah. and their own ash cans that they release. That'll be fun. It should be not good for time. me. I'll never be no. able to get any of them. But yeah. until you open that shop, you've been talking about. Yeah, there you go. At rank three, we have West Coast Avengers 45. Of course, is the White Vision cover. The price has dropped in half from their highs of last year. But rebounded this week with 9.8 selling for as high as $450 and 9.6 for $230. Tons of raw copies have sold this week as well. This is due to news that White Vision series is being potentially greenlit by Disney+. Plus. I would err on the side that it will happen, but I'm not sure of the prospects of this character post that. I was wondering, um, I thought it was a done deal. They're saying potentially greenlit? Potentially greenlit. So they just order like a 
pilot? I don't know. I thought I thought it was a done deal, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe we just haven't seen the official press release of it. Yeah. talking in hushed tones. At rank four, we have Wonder Man number one. Well, this one dropped from its summer highs like we thought it would, then rebounded some this week when Wonder Man was cast. 9.8s had fallen as low as 50 to 60 bucks, but are now back up to $100. Mandalorian number five, the EM Gist or Gist, one in 50 variant, 60 to 80 bucks. Um, okay. At rank six, we have Wizard number one, the San Diego Comic Con variant, a CGC 9.4, sold just before COVID for $75. In the past couple of weeks, the following CGC sales have occurred. 7 $7.0, $225. 9.0, $700. 9.6, $2,100. And capped off this week with a 9.8 selling for $7,500. Congrats to the buyer of the 9.4. Classic McFarland cover. Wow. Really? That's crazy. Escape from Wyoming, number one, Robert Vendetti. $25 to $30. Here we are again with Bad Idea books selling well above cover after release. Just remember that you can now buy an ENIAC number one, 9.8 for 50 bucks. And that is not hating on Bad Idea, but it is a warning about overspending on this garbage. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think bad idea we've said it no they're terrible ideas um yeah, so we think about it we don't want anything to do with this this company these comics so you're gonna collect them have fun okay. i'm not gonna be a part of it hope they read well i'd like yeah. to read them but i won't yeah at rank eight we have deadpool number one ken lachey's notorious big variant going for 70 dollars. had zero idea this was going to be an issue but let's look at the prior covers Marvel has done. Lugs and Eminem twice. While no one really cared about Lugs, the Eminem covers, Punisher and Mighty Avengers, are wildly popular. Biggie and M are on the same level. I can see why this one is selling well out of the game. M's, M's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. There you go. Spider-Man 2099, number 35, is now 40 to $50. I don't know. I don't think that we care about anything Spider-Man 29 until, well, who knows? Yeah, maybe to when the, when the, uh, the new vault multiverse two-parter comes out, um, into the multi, was that what it's called? No, what the hell yep, is it called? Into the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. When then, when those pair of movies comes out, it might catapult this character into the limelight again. We don't know. Yeah. West Coast Avengers number seven of 2018, the Kelly Thompson run. Jeff, up to $60 raw, and there are very few available copies online. Defying the odds and still popular, this is a character that seems to be here for a while. Very cool. Honorable mentions Batman number 129, the 90s Florio variant that just came out is already up to $15 to $20. This, along with the Green Joker cover, definitely look like the 90s even sporting the dc bullet logo i don't know the long-term prospects and gimmicks like this but as a fan of the 90s it's cute but let's be honest we all know that this will they will run this into the ground quickly 
and the other honorable mention, Our Gang, number one. Oh, comic. Ten Center. How there is a 9.4 in existence of the first appearance of Tom and Jerry to start with is beyond me. And then when you think of it like that, maybe $6,300 is actually a steal for this book. So this is the first Tom and Jerry in comics? Yep. And it's not the first Our Gang in comics? but in, Or Tom and Jerry is bigger than Our Gang? I think Tom it's... and Jerry is bigger than Our Gang. Gotcha. That is, uh, yeah, having that as a 9-4 is amazing. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. All right, FOC time. FOC, of course, is our fine order cutoff. It's our last little bite at the apple on a few items coming out here in a few weeks that we want to make sure we don't miss out on. So we dig through the things coming out and decide whether we need to throw a few extra bucks at some things. Let's head on over to Lunar Distributions and look at our DC items while I have my awesome little Excel sheet here from uh, Cowbugger Comics with all my prices and all my good stuff. They are awesome enough to send us so I can see if there's anything else I need to add to this order. What is Bone Check, number one? Who's that? Legend Comics? Interesting. Don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah, Danger Stream. It's not Danger Street is Tom King. Okay. So Justice League, kind of a. Justice League reject type of a book, I guess. Interesting. Uh, that might be a Tom King I skip. I don't know that I'm all, that's for me. More Dark Crisis. This one's called Big Bang. It's an interesting Dark Crisis cover C. Yeah. Not sure what. Harley Quinn Uncovered is doing an homage to the Crisis Supergirl Death cover. Oh, wow, yeah. Let's go on a rad. It's the uh, George Perez, Ryan Sikomage. The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at at the C4 FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comics fun profit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Riddler year one gets the second printing. I um, 
as you know, poo poo the idea of actors writing comics. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is really good. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, kind of reminded me of that Grant Morrison Arkham Asylum book. That's okay. very popular. Uh, had that kind of look to it, but I liked I liked his writing. So, so who's writing this? Paul Dano. Okay, gotcha. And I thought I thought that first issue was pretty good, so I'm hoping it continues in that vein. Very cool. Love the Lois Lane cover for Superman, Son of Kal- yeah. Kal-El 18. It's a 125, though. Very cool. Love the Wildcats number 2, 1 in 50, but it's a 1 in 50. Howard Porter. Yeah. Mask-looking thing. Yeah, yeah like that's cool. Covered. And I like the Yannick Paquette Wonder Woman 794. Right? Just with the uh, Wonder Woman on the milk carton. Yeah, that's great. I like that, too. All against all from Image is um who is this? Alex Packnadel on art, no on writing, and Casper Wingengard. Wingengard. <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh, what is this? Primal vision of humanity going terribly wrong. Earth is long gone, but a race of alien conquerors have preserved its most savage animals in a jungle environment that barely understand. Okay. Cool. High concept. All right. Now I remember Hexwire. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember this now. Which one? Hexwire. That's Tim Seeley. Zulima Lavina. Magic and robots. Like you remember this as the solicit or has it been out before? I remember it as a solicit. Okay. As I I saw the cover, um, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. Neo-spiritualism and hedge magic. Another high concept. So the cool. theme for these uh, books that seem to be coming out on this FOC is a lot of them have spawn variants as well. So yeah. You know. Golden Rage finishes up with his fifth issue. Curious to see how that thing ends. Noctera has a special one shot. Okay. For Val. Yeah. I don't remember who Val is. It's been a while since I read one of these. Oh, Radiant Pink. Seven Suns finishes up with its seventh issue. Perfect. Seven Suns, seven. That Texas, Texas Blood comes back for issue 20. Is this the end of... Okay, it's the beginning of a new story arc. Oh. You missed the end of... No, I don't think I did. Did that end? What? Did that... Oh, wait a minute. It was in the bl- blizzard. It couldn't have ended like that. It couldn't have ended like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go reread it now. 
Down in Boom, we have a vicious circle number one of a three-issue series. These are $10 a piece, Drew. Oof. So I assume this is kind of their uh, DC Black Label kind of thing, it looks like. Okay. Libra Mayo doing art. And that's what I was just about to say, Bermejo art. Yeah. With each time period, Libra Mejo adjusts his artistic style to pay homage to luminary comic artists and historical master painters, all prestige, presented in a prestige oversized format. Again, like the last thing he did, that Batman thing he did. Yeah. Um, it's going to be prettier to look at than it might be to read. So whose penis do you think we see in this? <laughs> that I don't know. Hopefully not mine. <laughs> it's only a teenage wasteland number one of four. This is from Dark Horse, Kurt Pyers, and Jacoby Salcedo. This looks like the no way to go from here or whatever. Yeah, it's um gotta love the long sentence titles that we're getting now. Um Javi decides to throw a party, one that'll launch him and his buds into popularity, or at least get him noticed by some girls. All right. Quick stops number two, um, doing the same um, death, death uh, or the same Superman homage that we got with, <laughs> with Dante and Randall. That's pretty great, right? Super funny. Marvel's killing me. Mm. Always gold to be found in Marvel. It's just a matter of where. The Deadpool 1 is going to a second print, so that's cool. Yeah. Murder World Spider-Man number one. Um, You know, this could be some interesting ideas in there. You never know. Who they're gonna pull, pluck, um, and from obscurity and launch and something like this. So they they could do some fun stuff with Murder World Spider Man. Great Momoko Moon Knight. Miracle Man Silver Age number three. Clearly a beautiful David Aha cover. Oh, lovely. Scotty Young, Miracle Man's pretty great, too. Yeah, I was like, that's the one that first got my eye, too. Moon Knight gets him to... Uh, Moon, Moon Knight gets a Momoko cover. Right? Yeah, I really like that. I'm, I yeah. like that. She does she does a good restrained job. It's pretty spot on from mm-hmm. style. Sort of, yeah, it's good. I like it better than her She-Hulk. Yeah. Do we need Murder World Spider-Man number one? I think we might. I mean, I think it could launch something. I don't know. Yeah. I think we're, we're far enough off the beaten path that there there could be something here. Yeah, maybe. Or it could be trash. Uh, we're doing Star Wars High Republic Blade number one. Interesting. Oh, do we need uh, She-Hulk facsimile? I don't know. Do we? 
I guess. Hundreds of years before the Skywalker saga, witness the rise of a legend, the mighty Jedi, Porter Engel, perhaps the most skilled lightsaber wielder in the High Republic. With his fellow Jedi Knight, Barish, he travels the galaxy, serving as a guardian of peace and justice. But even Porter Engel has enemies he cannot. Timeless 2022, number one. A shocking look at the Marvel Universe to come in 2023. Shocking. I mean, does that intrigue you at all? You want to check that out? Probably, right? No. You don't even want to take a little little gander at it? No. Just to see? I'll catch up with Kang in the movies. <laughs> Tiger Dimension number one, going to a second print. That's cool for a very, I thought, possibly niche comic. Um, to go to a second print is awesome. Yeah. Gargoyle number one. Lots of covers. And since that Ashcan did well, are we? is there anything here that could... Jump out. I don't least they all look pretty much variations on a theme. I love Gargoyle. There I'm you excited. go. I'm excited. Okay. You're loud. And I'm excited about the Jiley cover. Cover E. You are allowed to do that too. Family time, number one, from a blaze. The O'Connell family vacationing in Ireland when they encounter an old man with a crystal that teleports them a thousand years back in time. Unsure whether they've stumbled into a historical reenactment, the family must befriend Rory, a local, battle a medieval tyrant, and figure out how to get back to the present. Not an awful concept, I guess. No, I like it. New Frank I mean, okay, Miller. So, so I like it if you look at the Jai Lee cover. Okay. I don't like it if I look at the Isaiah Fillmore cover. Yeah. Asian? I don't even know how to say names. Frank Miller's given us Pandora. And it's 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 Frank Miller presenting and probably handing the reins off to somebody else, right? Just concept. <laughs> but he's he's not really gonna write it all. But Emma Kubert is doing the art. And what if you could have everything you ever wanted, but it was at everyone else's expense? You can recreate the world and fill her empty life with friendship and love, but power comes at a price and her perfect new world is replacing the real world around us. Interesting concept. Kind of like the idea of jumping on these Frank Millers. I think there's some possibilities here. But, you know, probably as much 
as there is for Black Mask's new gangster ass barista, number one. <laughs> yeah. A coffee-fueled crime comedy from Pat Shand, who I like. Uh, Trini used to live a life of crime, but now she has left behind her old life and works at a coffee shop. Making ends meet isn't easy to do with a minimum wage job, not to mention the fact that customers are beginning to get on Trinity's nerves. I like retail comedy comics. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Boy, that's tough. It's Black Mask, so you know we'll get this one and maybe an issue two. Maybe, maybe an issue two. <laughs> Quested number one from What Not Publishing. Yeah, I'm not really keen on the whatnots. Kim Jacinto. The rising star cover artist. Quested fuses the attitude of Hellboy and the fantasy adventure spirit of the legend of Zelda as it follows the questing misadventures of a pawn shop owner and morally ambiguous hero for hire jinx. Through a world fair filled with lizard henchmen, dungeon bosses, and unicorn burgers. <laughs> Sorry about who, that. Who doesn't want a unicorn burger? Yeah. Hold the horn. Yummy. Okay. Cool. That's Tough. Too many covers for quested number one, though. Dang. Yeah. The Tough Resident decision. Evil books from Tokyo Pop. Not really comics, but I'm still looking at it. Oh, yeah. It's not a comic? Tokyo Pop, I assume it's... I don't know. All right, Drew, we've gone through our FOC, and I need to know what you think you need and want. Hmm. Uh, I don't like those any of those images. I wrote three things down. I wrote Hexwire down. I wrote uh, Family Time down, and I wrote Gargoyles down. Okay. I'm taking Family Time off because the only thing I liked is kind of the world that they were spending me with the cover A, and that's not what all the rest of the stuff. Was. So you didn't even have the the High Republic Blade One on there. You don't I think there's do anything not. new there. Okay. No, they're not new. They're characters we saw in the prior thing. Um, there may be some new stuff there, but yeah, I'm not doing it. I mean, I I think my head's telling me Pandora. My heart's telling me Gangster Asperista. Really? So I'm gonna go with my head with Pandora. And I'm gonna go with my head with Gargoyles. Okay, fantastic. What publisher was that? Dark Horse. I think I don't know. I moved on. Sorry. Oh, I know. Google it. I'm just scrolling. Sorry. Not a problem. Gargoyle. Dynamite. I'm sorry. It is a dynamite book. Dynamite. Do you have a cover pre- preference? Are we going to go with the cover A in this instance? We've already had this conversation. I like the Jiley cover E. Ooh, Fleeks is nice. Fleeks is good as well, yep. I didn't see that. Very nice. Jai Lee, very nice. 
All right, cover price time. No? Yeah, sorry, I'm clicking and it's not, it just takes a second sometimes. All right, we head on over and look at the top 10 plus runners up for our good friends at coverprice.com to see what is popping on the secondary market. And the first thing we're going to talk about is 1986's Wonder Man, number one, the direct edition. Can't speak to that. Going to keep trying now. Amongst all the Wonder Man spec, another first issue, this one, of course, from 1986, makes it into the top 10. We tracked 14 copies sold, a high of $60 for a raw, um, but you can get them for around 38 if you try hard enough. Talked earlier about this West Coast Adventures White Vision 9.8 copy for $450 was the high. Um, and you might find a raw there, about 55 bucks. We also talked about the notorious B.I.G. Deadpool number one. Um, there are copies of this book. Okay. Fair market value for a near moment is $69, but they put a little note no if you're purchasing a copy please keep in mind that copies are still available at the hall so that leads us to believe there is a high print run and some places still just have these so you may not have to go to the secondary market but we saw people paying upwards of 175 dollars for it wow wow yeah yeah it's crazy spawn number one 29 for a raw 250 for a cgc 9.8 talked earlier about wonder man number one from 1991 uh yaya abdul mateen the second has officially been cast as a wonder man and is moving production forward so because of that hundred dollars for 9.8 but you can still get raw cheap if you want to at rank six we have marvel premiere oh this is the ant-man okay gotcha that's the first scott lang yeah Two weeks ago, we saw Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, a.k.a. Spider-Man, <laughs> return in the debut of the Quantumania trailer. The hype hasn't stopped, and collectors continue to nab copies of Scott and Cassie Lang's first appearance. 16 copies moving on the secondary market, and 9.6 selling for over $500, and near-mint copies for over 160 Yes. Yeah. Moon Knight annual number one, the Sienkiewicz one in 25, one in 25 on the annual. Um, high sale of somebody paid a hundred bucks for, for one of these. Yeah. But you can still get them for around the ratio. So just, it's a really good cover though. Astonishing X-Men number six from 2004. Secret Invasion is not so secret. The official tenor account released several gifts leading to the new series one of those gifts is amelia clark tagged abigail brand if you own one of these books be ready for the flood of speculators ready to take her first appearance off your hands track 17 copies sold uh, 241 dollars for cdc 9.8 and 32 dollars for rawls and at rank nine ultimate fallout 4 Continues to be hot. Continues to be over $2,000 for a CGC 9.8. And we talked about just 1 in 50 Mandalorian, the EM gist cover. Um, 
$62. But we saw as high as 75 on this 1 in 50 ratio. Wow. Not horrible. Nope. Uh, rank 11, we have Avengers 57 from 1968. This is uh, First Vision. So we're getting 9.4, for a 9.4. Fair market value on very good Raws, 2.97. That's a strange one. Yeah. Very goods, 2.97. Uh, Spider-Man 29.9, number one from 1992. Uh, doing well. Sold 22 more copies of this. Uh, Near Mints are only going around $11, though. Um, a CBCS 9.8 sold for 149. Micronauts number one from 1979 comes in at rank 13. Uh, 19 copies sold. CGC 9.8 uh, for 184.99 and very fine, selling for around 15 bucks. I rank 14. We have Geiger. Um, number one, still selling. 16 additional copies sold. We're at around 90 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And Raw is around 10 for near mints. Go, Geiger, go. Yeah, it's not enough. Go higher. Uh, rank 15, we have Hulk number one from 2008. Uh, this is the General Ross. Red Hulk first appearance. Uh, 9 eights, 225. Looks like 15 additional copies sold. Near Mint Raw is around 63 bucks, but that's down a little bit. Uh, rank 16, we have Spider Man number one, Silver from 1990. Uh, this is the Todd McFarlane cover. 15 copies sold. I sell 149, CGC 98. Raw near mints around twenty bucks. So many of those, so many of those in the quarter bins. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man three hundred. Hmm, interesting. First Prince of Venom. <laughs> Sixteen of those moved. Uh, Four thousand dollar nine eight book. Near mint raw is around seven hundred dollars. God damn. Uh, rank 18, the Omega Man number three. That's the first Lobo from 1983. Uh, 15 copies of this sold. High sale around 300 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And Raw's uh, near mints around 55. And that Lobo, or that Omega Man number three, is spiking because James Gunn is speculated to be behind a logo movie or something. He, yeah, he, he can green light it. So. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, obviously, if J if Momoa, Jason Momoa wasn't Aquaman, he'd be a perfect Lobo, right? So yeah, you got to find somebody that looks a lot like Jason Momoa to be <laughs> to be a Lobo. There you go. At rank nineteen, we have Amazing Spider Man three sixty five, the first Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Uh, Fifteen copies sold. Uh, Raw's around $23 and a 9.8 selling for nearly 500 bucks. At rank 20, we have Marvel Super Se Superheroes Secret Wars, number one, from 1984. 15 additional copies of this sold. 
with a high sale of 420 bucks for a 9.8 and raw very fine around 20 bucks um so even though it's pushed back to 2026 people are still picking this stuff up it just gives you more time to grab them yeah i guess so all right let's sneak this peek all right, let's get to what people come to see, and that is the sneak peek at next week. We're heading over to Lunar Distributions to see the release schedule for November the 15th, 2022. That is, we still got a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, or this will be the, the last. Yeah, so of this release here, and then the next one will be the pre-Thanksgiving release. Yes. Very so, interesting. Well, let's head over and see what we got. Uh, we're getting a one bad day, Mr. Freeze one shot. That should be fun. Very interesting. So the uh, Batman Superman World's Finest number nine, the 90s cover month card stock, is them getting caught in the wind and overtaken by their capes. Kind of <laughs> cute. Not sure if it's worth $5, but I like it. Sozo Miyakia, Catwoman 49, B-Cover. Holy crap. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. That looks great. I want it. Nice. Chuck D presents Apocalypse 91. So is Chuck D writing that? He's written things before, so yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a big old anthology, though. That Catwoman 4990s throwback is like such a throwback, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like spot on to the old series of hers. It's Jim Ballant, too. That's pretty cool. Deceased gives us a 90s, too. I wonder if there are going to be people seeking those out. Might be. Maybe. GCPD's Blue Wall will be out on issue two. I'm excited about that. Flash's uh, 90s cover is very skater die. Yeah, Todd Nock doing that. He, that's That's great. Grayson gets a Super Spy Omnibus. I'm guessing that's all the Graysons? Yeah, I wish you the best of luck. Hopefully this means it catches fire again, because I still have all these. <laughs> Grayson 1 through 20, Grayson Futures N, Secret Origins 8, Grayson Annual 1 through 3, Robin Wars 1 and 2, and Nightwing Rebirth 1. Very nice. And this uh, Scout Comics is um, Nocturne Country. That's, that's cool. That's that adult crime war I was excited about a while ago. All the meows, Miss Meows, are going to second and third printings. It's from uh, Mercenary Press or whatever. Yeah. So one of the reasons they're going to second prints is because each print run is limited to 1,300. Okay. Nightwing gets issue 98. And get some stupid covers and a stupid 90s. <laughs> Black Mask gives us Rogue State number one. 
What if a contested presidential election plunged America into turmoil? No, thank you. Don't want to read about that. We also have the cover uh, FGHNI being connecting Chuck D covers. Okay. Um, Very sketchish, too. I wonder if those are just not finals. Well, this is no, this is coming out. Yep. Final. Yeah. Yeah. Stargirl, The Lost Children. What this is? Who greenlit this? I mean, it didn't have to win a, a round-robin tournament to, to be put out. What is this? Lord. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Maybe Image will give me something. Ooh, Above Snakes is finishing up with its fifth issue. I'm excited about that. See what happens to Dirt. Ooh, the hardcover for Die. Issues 1 through 20. Okay. Uh, that would be something I might be interested in. I did jump off early, but I heard good things. So maybe yeah, I, I should I hop back Die. in. Yeah. I love the art germ cover for I Hate Fairyland 1. It's just very cool. I like the Momoko as well. I like to see... Uh, a non Scott Young version of that character. I'm pretty excited about the prison myself. Yeah. 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 I think that's pretty great. But I don't know how you, yeah, how would you choose? Too many good ones. I love the alternate Gert covers. Chroma, I can't. <sighs> I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. I can't yeah. tell. It's just too weird for me. Voyages gives us a number one. Sci-fi, I'm not sure I want that. No new number ones from Boom. There's my resident alien book of love. Number one. I believe I picked that during FOC, right? Yep. So I can't really repeat that. That's my own unwritten rule. One of many. One of many. (laughs) Like Captain Buzzkill, Kyle calls me. (laughs) Nothing from IDW. Well, that but that true cult is finishing up, so I'm excited about that. I don't know if it's finishing up actually. I don't know if it's a four or a five or a six. I don't know. I don't know if that actually says true cult because there's weird letters in it. That's true. Blade Vampire Nation number one comes out from Marvel. That could be cool. Could be cool. I'm not sure who's clamming for that, but we're gonna get it anyway. Demon War, Shield of Justice, Golden Goblin, number one. Hmm. Murder World, Avengers, number one. Okay, so this Murder World is is kind of a bunch of different. It's not just... Okay. Uh, look at the Howard the Duck cover for She-Hulk 8. That's cool. 
Star Wars Hidden Empire number one. Charles Soule writing that. This is more Crimson Dawn stuff from Lady Kira. We had okay. that before. Gotcha. Our small publishers give us Atonement Bell number one. This is Red Five. Hmm. <laughs> Avatar is going to they found another stash of uh, crossed books <laughs> put them out holy moly From Vault Comics, we have Cullen Bunn with Door to Door, Night by Night, number one. Ooh. Yeah. The story of a motley crew going to battle against supernatural evil through the American South. Perfect for fans of The Boys, BPRD, and Proctor Valley Road. Okay. Um, Some of those I like. I'm gonna skip Keen Spots Kid Slapshot. <laughs> Black Mass, that's the rogue state we talked about earlier, yeah. Sparks of Chaos from CEX Comics. Comics Experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are good. An epic journey begins here. A century ago, the ancient demigods were hunted down and are forgotten by humanity. Now they're fighting back in a steampunk twist on ancient myths featuring interconnected A covers in the styles of Greek base, each oversized. Size issue contains 48 pages of gods and monsters battling for our fates, but it's eight dollars. Yeah, all right, Kyle. Yeah, got yours locked and loaded. No, um, you got for us there, Chief. I'm probably gonna go with the Blade Vampire Nation. It's Mark Russell. Yeah. I got an Inhyuk Lee cover I like. Um we'll see if he's got a good idea or it it captures uh, the imagination a little bit. So I'm gonna go with Blade Vampire Nation. Sure. I'm assuming you're gonna go with the with the Colin Bunn book. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I forgot what I called it. It's door to door night by night. Yeah. Volt Volt comic. You've got her, and I love the uh, cover B, which is the the children's mobile with a demon hand above it. Oh, I didn't see that one. I have to look that one yeah. up. Yeah, 
It's a very cool photo. All right, guys. We want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself for your sneak peek of this week. The book's coming out here midway through November as we get down to the last handful of weeks in 2022 as we head through the end of the year. Uh, we thank you for tagging along with myself and Drew. Head on over to Patreon.com and search for Comics for Fun and Profit to be part of our community and chit-chat with us as we uh, go through what we're reading and all the other fun stuff we do in comics. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail-order company, Deep Discount Comics. Um, and we went there, and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We, are the, we were the very first, <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic. Customer service-wise, discounts, they were very close, if not the same or better, than DCBS on a lot of things, um, mm-hmm. over and above uh, customer service wise, always taking care of us, going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous uh, responses back to uh, questions about things, and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already before you even have to think about about it that's kind of cool really quality experience so we we love working with Calabunga and deep discount and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes mm-hmm. that we leave them there because we like them they're cool good people that's why they're in there by god They'd tell you to if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them because every, everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in, in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants, amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So, there you go. Now you now you know. <laughs>